0: our most sincere apologies we forgot about our appearance generators so you guys came who wants the grand tour Ah! Ah! anybody else hello there this is the beluga tunes podcast thanks for listening Andy here, yeah, um, uh, this week uh, I do a little bit of movie talk, that's the this is in the Podflix segment. The film is Pursuit of Happiness this week. As usual there is also a six minute shout out, I uh, can't tell you what that is yet, you're going to have to wait and find out. And there's more Christmas talk, even though <laughs> we're still, in, still technically in September, actually th- this episode drops on the 1st of October, yeah. Because uh, none of this is being recorded, within, you know, it's still technically September as I record this. But you know, <laughs> the point is, yeah, it may be a little bit early to talk about Christmas, but for me, you know, I'm I'm doing my best to, to get get everything done, get everything out of the way. Yeah, um, so all of that and more coming up soon. So I think best we just get straight into it. So Podflix, here we go. This this week. I talk about the pursuit of happiness. What will I be talking about next week? Well, you will find out um, afterwards after you've heard me talk about this film. Give me time, <laughs> please. No, yeah. Uh, so that's uh, that's coming up in the next segment. somebody tell you you can't do something. Not even me. Alright? Alright. You got a dream. You got to protect it. People can't do something themselves. They want to tell you you can't do it. You want something, go get it period a struggling salesman takes custody of his son and he's poised to begin a life-changing professional endeavor wow now this film <laughs> the feels i have to say oh yeah i um I don't, I don't cry at films very much but this one pretty much did bring me to tears i, I i'm going to be honest <laughs> It's that kind of a film. I actually remember Mark Kermode reviewing it and saying it's it's sort of like Dumbo because it's just misery all the way through until this very brief moment at the end. Um I'm probably not spoiling too much saying it does have a happy ending. because um, I mean it is based on a true story. I I've no idea I haven't done my homework, I haven't done my research on how accurate it is, so yeah, they they may have taken a whole bunch of liberties. I know how, how that goes, yeah. But I'm just going to talk about what I thought of it as a film, as someone who doesn't know anything about the real Chris Gardner. But yeah, I mean, it has a happy ending, because you, you kind of have to give it a <laughs> There have been tragic events that have been sugar-coated, you know. But here's the thing, because the way... Kermo described it made it sound kind of like the, the, there was like um i don't know how to, how to describe it well like, like this was a bad thing I mean i I can't remember if he said it was you know, exactly what how what, what he thought of the film um the way I see it is it's uh because uh, if if you just if, if if you use the Dumbo comparison that that kind of simplifies the idea of it being a sad story that does have a happy ending, but in many ways i was i was thinking how you know, what does this say about real life because you know a lot of people go through misery and it's just you know literally never ending. You know, people have been known to to just have absolutely no happy ending because you know, some people die young. Your life expectancy or fate, I suppose, can mean the difference between having a better chance at finding happiness. Um, and obviously, this film, I titled The Pursuit of Happiness. You know, is is very appropriate. It it does. You know, it it does show us a story that's so tragic. It, it, it's it's just full of misery, and then you just have this one silver lining kind of an ending. But I like that. I I think that's that. It actually made me think, as I say, about people who don't have any happy endings. Um, and the fact that just this small thing, this, this this little moment at the end, just makes everything so happy all of a sudden. It was powerful. It you know, it really made me feel, I really felt for the characters. Um, Will Smith is great in this film. If you like Will Smith, definitely check this film out if you haven't already seen it. That's another thing, because this is another film that I hadn't seen until now. And I had no idea if I was going to like it or not. I like most of the films I've seen with Will Smith in, but, you know, he was in Wild Wild West, so we, we know from that that he's not always brilliant in everything he does. But, yeah, I, I remember when this film came out, I saw the trailers for it, and as I say, I, I heard Mark Kermo's review. Um, yeah, I, I, I was actually pleasantly surprised, because I, I, I suppose I didn't have extremely low expectations, but well i would seen from the trailer um the stuff that I heard about it you know it, it didn't make me obviously it didn't make me want to go and see it because I I didn't I didn't see it at the, the pictures um and and it is quite there, there aren't that many films um in which Will Smith plays a really realistic type of person and it's like complete drama I suppose because it had moments that kind of made me chuckle. They were very charming, sweet moments. It were kind of bittersweet moments throughout. Um, and yeah, uh, I'm trying to think now what I was getting out of trying to keep this all together. Yeah, um, one thing that I remember from the trailer, there, there is that scene where he solves the Rubik's Cube puzzle. Because this is in the 80s and Rubik's Cubes were a new thing. You know, like a, um interesting puzzle that kind of... It really brought to light a lot of you know, mental stuff. Anyway, um, in in the trailer, it's edited so that it looks like he's just really good at Rubik's Cubes. you kind got to think he's probably had a lot of practice on that. But I realised that, that was taken out of context. I think it was kind of a clever way of giving you a bit of an idea of what type of character Will Smith was playing because um, he seemed kind of cocky in that trailer um uh, but when I saw that scene in its proper context um I thought that was actually- it was actually done very well it it isn't quite the same you know they yeah it well, you know it you can see that they actually edited it right down um and yeah the, these scenes work really well to tell you about this character and just how determined he is and how miserable his life is. And you really want that happy ending. It, it feels earned. You feel like the character really deserves his happy ending. Would I watch it again? Absolutely. I just... I I really do like this film a lot. It is one of my favourites that I've talked about on this uh, segment. So yeah, uh, the time has come for me to say, Tell me, Internet. What film am I going to be talking about? In next week's episode of the Baloo Podcast. Solo album two thousand and three. You pressed you referring to me. That is incorrect. The correct answer is you. It is now time for the six minute shout-out. So uh, where's the internet wheel gone? Hang on, give me a minute. <laughs> Let's spin that internet wheel, there it goes. Round and I, round. I, I've, I've just spun the internet wheel. There, there's a website on each segment of this wheel. <laughs> oh, it's still going. It's a very big wheel. <laughs> there's a lot of things on there. Laura in the kitchen. That's what we're going for this week, are we? Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, I was looking for a decent recipe for cupcakes. Because I... I I'm a big kid and I like <laughs> to um make pastries in the kitchen and <laughs> yeah uh, I um I, I found one that that looked incredible it was it was on YouTube and um, it was provided by uh Laura Vitali, I think that's how you say it. Um Okay, uh yeah. Um and uh, turns out um, th- this is a very popular web series, Laura in the Kitchen. There's the, the Laura in the Kitchen website, Laura in the Kitchen dot com where you can get all the recipes um and I've since found out that uh, I think she's actually on television as well I, I had no idea <laughs> but yeah um I can't say I'm surprised she's <laughs> really good at um, uh, making all kinds of things because yeah as I say I I have a lot of fun um with uh, baked goods so I, I thought I'd Use her her recipes for all of all of the uh, cake and puddings that I, I'm I intend to to make. <laughs> um, but it turns out she does also she she makes all kinds of things. Um, the other day I actually tried her recipe for uh, meatballs. This is, uh, meatballs, Napolitan, ne- ne- Paul- Le- Is that how you say it? <laughs> I, I I don't get any of these right. So <laughs> let's face it. I, I, I can't speak. <laughs> um, but yeah, this, this is a really good recipe. I, I followed, followed this one when I you know, had it for dinner that night. It was amazing. It was a nice red wine, tomato sauce. It's just brilliant. And it, it um, it shows you the best way to just slowly cook the meatballs. And these, these are home, I, I must admit, I didn't make the meatballs. I, I actually only used part of this recipe, but I'm going to use it again. I'm going to go right, right to the beginning and uh, actually make the meatballs myself next time. Um, Cause that, that was kind of the idea of this. So yeah, I, d- I didn't get the full effect, but the you know, it was a lovely sauce. <laughs> yeah. Um, of that, I can definitely attest. Um, let's see, about the show. Laura in the Kitchen is an interactive cooking show hosted by Laura Vitali, a self-taught home cook with a passion for what cooking really stands for. She believes that food really feel, feeds the soul, not just the stomach. Yeah, and I, this is a great thing, because I've never been a terrible cook, but i i think there's definitely room for improvement i'll have to admit um there seems i i have a limited knowledge of how to make stuff how to cook from scratch um and i do believe that it's, it's worth doing you know it feels good when um you you can sit down to something that you have prepared that you've actually you've cooked from scratch and it's it's good food it's actually Substantial. It's um, just, yeah. Um, it 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 also just it 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 has better long term effects because uh, I did used to eat a lot of microwave meals and there's there's a, it's one of those traps I, I find myself falling into. I mean, I haven't had one for a while, so I'm quite pleased to to be able to say that. I think my my go-to cooking from scratch recipe was um uh, tuna pasta bake. Cuz I, I remember my mum showed me you know cuz it's it's a very easy my, obviously most pasta meals are easy. Um and cuz I remember originally she used to use crushed cheese and onion crisps to go in the cheese to go with the grated cheese that goes on top that's the top layer. Um but then she went for the more healthier option which was breadcrumbs but because i do eat a lot of bread um recently i found that i tend to just use cheese and it is really because i just think breadcrumbs is a bit much like any anything added to it i i don't i, I no longer put crushed crisps or breadcrumbs at all i think seeds was the other thing seeds used to be a a favourite of that of my mum um but yeah, so um, cook—that's uh, 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 not cooking. Um, <laughs> Laura in the kitchen, hosted by Laura Vitali. Uh, check out LauraInTheKitchen.com for more information. What's red and smells like blue paint? Red paint. Yep. Now you're getting it. Hi, we're here on the street asking people about the fump. Excuse me, sir. Do you know what the fump is? The what? The fump. F-U-M-P. Oh, I don't know, uh, but it doesn't sound appetizing. I don't want any. Isn't that the sound a groundhog makes when you run over it with your car? Uh, no. Can you tell me what the thump is? Is it the enemy in the next Spider-Man movie? I don't think so. A clean burning car that runs on pancakes? What? Isn't that the stuff the Nutty Professor invented? No, that's Flubber. The thump, what is the thump? Ooh, it's a dog. I think it's half Great Dane, half Chihuahua. Is that even possible? Sounds like something you get from a cheap hooker. Oh, come on, no. Doesn't anyone around here know what The Fump is? I do, but I'm a paid announcer with a script in front of me that explains it. Fine, fine, go do your thing. The Fump is the Funny Music Project. It's a website where comedy musicians post funny songs and parodies. New songs are uploaded every Tuesday and Friday. The songs are available for free download from thefump.com or automatically via our podcast feed. The Fump features some of the biggest names in comedy music from The Dr. Demento Show, including The Great Luke Ski, Robert London Spam, Devo Spice, Worm Quartet, Rob Balder, Possible Oscar, Tom Smith, Raymond and Scum, Power Salad, Bob Ricci, Carla Ulbrick, Steve Goody, Paul and Storm, and Jonathan Colton. High quality downloads and compilation CDs are also available. Find us at www.thefump.com or look us up on iTunes. And for behind-the-scenes discussions on the songs posted to The Fump, listen to the Funny Music Podcast. Thank you. See, people? Was that so hard? So it is something you get from a cheap hooker. Look, the one I was with last Friday sold me a copy of the Volume 10 compilation CD. Ah! I quit. I'm going home. The Fump. It's not something you get from a cheap One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a, it's a t-shirt. So once again I'm I'm going to be talking a bit about um the stuff I'm doing for Christmas um because yeah we've been gradually getting closer <laughs> and I have established that you know I, I like to do things well in advance so um yeah I have already gotten I've I've made good progress I think with um presents and yeah the my Christmas shopping is mainly like I don't really buy kind of like decorations or things for my flat because it's not for it's not a very big big flat and also I don't really tend to spend that much time here. I I think one thing that i um I must say is that uh with the job that I'm doing at the moment, um yeah, I uh, I suppose I I'm now spending more time here in December. Usually, I, I just try and get that one week off, even if if if, if, if that is actually possible. Um, but yeah, I um, I have this tradition where each Christmas I put this little picture frame. It's like a stand with actually it's actually got two uh, three little picture frames shaped like Christmas trees so that's really my christmas ornament and i put a different picture it's, it's always like i always print off a picture of one of my cartoons and um put them in the uh, the frames um so yeah I, I kind of change it up a little bit each year it's like that's the one decoration that i put up and i think yeah i i know that it doesn't sound like a lot but i i kind of like it that way because i, I don't want to decorate the place just for my myself you know i I do occasionally have visitors, but there there aren't really people around here that often. Really, most of the time, it's just me here. Um, and yeah, you know, I just I just kind of like it. I think it's I you know, I like to have something that you know it's, it's, as I say it's become a tradition. Instead of having an actual Christmas tree, I just have this little row of trees that sit on top of my television. Yeah, I I actually. Do you like that, and and uh, I think, yeah, I uh, I never bothered with decorating, mainly because. Um, the first few years I was spending over here, I. Um, I would always go and spend, at least like two weeks with my family. It would sometimes be. Sometimes it was like most of, <laughs> most of the month. Actually, so yeah, I, I think I definitely spent th- three to four weeks at home. In fact, yeah, I, w- I would stay for the New Year. So yeah, um, <laughs> roughly about a month, I think, <laughs> with my with my family. Uh, and things started to change because, as I say, I got a new job, um, and I'm st- I still have to work um, most days of December. But I've been told that we don't actually get any days of December off but that can't be right because last year and the year before I booked a week off they ended up saying actually you know we can do that and I don't know why I don't know why that was possible so I'm I'm going to try again for that this year hopefully that'll be arranged but I, yeah I think I'm because I'm getting used to doing this job and yeah there there're plenty of times throughout the year that I, I can book a week off and spend time with my family. So even if it's not possible to do that this year, I don't think I'm going to be too bothered because one way or another, I'm going to spend time with my family. I'm going to actually see them. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm not really worried about that. So yeah, I it, it, it does kind of beg the question... Should I start doing more Christmassy things for my flat? But again, you know, if, even though I am spending more time here over the Christmas season, I I don't really feel like I need to be doing that so much. It It's, uh, it, as I say, it's just me. I'm really happy just having that one little ornament. Um, and maybe with a few additional things, I, I, I can't read. Really, I suppose there's the advent calendar I, I, <laughs> I, I, There's another thing that I can't seem to grow out of, is having one of the Cadbury's advent calendars on my wall um, Although last year I didn't eat the chocolates I did this thing that I... I suppose this was mainly a nostalgic thing uh, When I was younger I used to save the chocolates, put them in a Tupperware container and keep them in the fridge uh, And I did that. <laughs> I did that so I could share them with all my friends yeah um yeah uh so in terms of christmas shopping it's mainly just for gifts and things and i you know i like to be quite interesting with my gifts i, I suppose as of last year i've started to just be a, a bit more creative and yeah uh, and qu- i'm having quite quite a bit of fun actually um deciding on presents this year because I I, I feel like you know, if, if your family is like mine and they're not usually that bothered they don't really have anything specific that they want or need um, to me that that's a good opportunity to be like right let's just be a little unexpected then because like, last year what I did was I, I got people gift bags so it's almost like Everyone got a goodie bag with Christmas gifts. So I spent a little bit more on what I would normally spend on, on gifts for everyone. But, you yeah, uh, know, I think it was worth it because everyone got a little selection of things. I, I think everyone got a, a kind of like a miniature comic book, one of the comics that I've made, Um they also got a, a slice of cake, and also um, got some Grey's popcorn. Uh, everyone got a little sachet of those. Um, yeah, I. Um, I'm not going to be doing something similar this year. Everyone's going to get cake again. <laughs> so I mean, if if you're in my family, then sorry, I've just spoiled that for you. <laughs> spoiled the surprise. Nah. Um, but I, 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 won't, so I won't reveal anything else that I bought But like I said, it, it's been quite fun Because I'm kind of going around thinking What would I like to receive? What would they like to receive? Because I suppose the thing about presents is it, It's always a nicer gesture If you get something that is more for, for the person that you're applying for Like, if if it's not something that you're particularly interested in because I buy so many presents that I kind of have a mutual... Spe- I suppose that's, that's definitely a thing when I'm buying gifts for friends. It's, it's always something like, I think you'll like this because I want you to be more like me. <laughs> and I feel like I've got to get out of that habit. But I suppose when buying presents for the family, again, I it's, it's, it's mostly down to the fact that um, they never usually seem that bothered. Some of them don't even want to have presents, or so they say. They're still getting one, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just, it's just as part of the the tradition. Come on, just, just let me have it. Do it for me. Open the present for me, <laughs> for my enjoyment. I think when you get older, I think it's more enjoyable to to give presents than to receive them. At least over Christmas, I think there's something about you know when you when you start to feel more like more more. You know, just not 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 so fussed about getting presents. The the fun comes from, as I say, kind of being creative for others and having a bit of a laugh with it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I think this year has been quite a pleasant Christmas buying experience, which is great because I I found that um, when when I got to that age when I had to start looking for presents myself. Um, yeah, that that first year it was really tricky I think I did a lot of internet shopping that year I mean I still do but um, I actually did, there's one gift that I've bought for someone this year I, I got it on Zavi um, Well, I had placed my order and I'm still waiting for it I think it's due to arrive in October so I'm glad that I ordered it when I did because it turns out they take a while <laughs> You know, because I think I've ordered several things off Savvy, they don't usually take that long, I don't think. How long did that Kevin Smith box set take? I think that one did take a while, actually. I think I seem to remember I was waiting, waiting with bated breath. Whereas eBay, they tend to be just quick as a flash, you know. (laughs) Well, reasonably good, I would say. Anyway, uh, yeah, so that's all the fun that I've been having uh, with my Christmas shopping well the time has very nearly come for me to send you all on your merry way once again so yeah, uh the see, comic book club I need to tell you about that uh, this is the Southampton comic book club we still haven't settled on exactly where we're going to be holding them from now on um, there are going to be some updates which you can find on the comic book club facebook page if you go to um, Go to Facebook and just search Comic Book Club Southampton. You should be able to find the uh, the group on there. Um, they do have a Twitter. Uh, I, I don't know if they're going to be updating on that so much. I don't know, but it, that's at CBC Sotten. So yeah, uh, do check those out because I I have been along to a lot of, of those meetings and they're always a lot of fun. So yeah, um, my website is www.belugatoons.com b e l u g a t o o n s and you can also find merch at belugatoons.redbubble.com my twitter is at belugatoons and another one at Pod. that's specifically for this podcast for updates and links to the stuff that I talk about in the 6 minute shout outs uh yeah um and this podcast that you are listening to can, can can be found on such platforms as SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Acast, and Deezer. So, if if you know anyone who uses any of those, they have absolutely no excuse not to know about this. <laughs> that's that's not entirely true, <laughs> but yeah, that, that just means you have lots of options. Um, which whichever one uh, people may prefer, there's there's the list <laughs> so yeah, please do uh, do let others know uh, so yeah, that's that's really it um, I, I don't know if I have any last thoughts because what have I talked about this week um, yeah uh, I think cause when I was talking about uh, Laura in the Kitchen, oh uh, yeah I would have liked to have gone on much longer because I think I, I did mention things about um cooking good food and how I I sometimes lose sight of that because today I'm even debating over whether I send out for takeaway or cook at home and I think yeah I I mean I'm not going to say now I'm not going to decide right at this this moment um yeah because I I've got a lot of stuff to do that's kind of my my little excuse for getting takeaway but yeah I, I don't know um I've been a bit slobby this week and I'm trying to see if I can, I I suppose I I do blame it on the weather sometimes, (laughs) I just get really self-conscious now, but yeah, uh, so what what I do between now and the next episode, it's probably going to involve lots of walking and trying to, to eat better, I don't know. What do you care? <laughs> just, I just want to say thanks so much, guys, for listening to this week's episode. Do take care and bye bye Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.